You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have the full sturgeon supermoon happening on August 1st at 9 degrees of Aquarius, which will occur at 11.31 a.m. Pacific, which is 2.31 p.m. Eastern. Check your local time to see when this lunar event is occurring for you. And this is number two of the three supermoons that we're having this summer. That third one's going to happen on August 30th, and it's also going to happen to be a blue moon, but of course more when we get to that point. Supermoons occur when the celestial body is closest to the earth in something called perigee. So this is when the moon itself has more proximity to our planet. And this is because the moon's orbit is not perfectly circular. It is an elliptical orbit. So there are times when it is further away, which is apogee, meaning it is at its furthest point away from the earth. August's full lunar cycle is also known as a sturgeon moon. And this is because native and early tribes noticed that there was a plethora of these fish inside the waters. So during this season, these fish were at the height of their migration in rivers and lakes. And so it was a time to gather a bounty of fish at that point. And in a spiritual sense, this may be a time where you're noticing things are more accessible to you, especially if you've been on hold or there's been some sort of delay. This may be a time where you're seeing that the floodgates may be opening or something is coming back to you in interest. So considering what's going on with this lunar event, the vibes happen to be very varied. We have ambitious energy, good luck energy, solitude, romantic energy, and then solitude popping back up again. as we get to the third. With a lunar event like this, we do have some fortunate moments. We do have some amazing energies that are occurring right now that can be very helpful for us in terms of taking action on our goals, in terms of capitalizing on opportunities, and also taking the time to seize the moment when it comes down to our love life. That solitude energy, however, can feel somewhat complicated. Mostly with that, we're going to want to take space for ourselves to deal with certain things, but most of it is to take care of our goals. But now that we're here at this full moon cycle, think about what was occurring for you around January 21st of this year. What sort of Aquarius principles were you trying to adopt for your life? This was during the new moon in Aquarius at that time. And with new moons, we take the positive attributes of that sign and see how we can incorporate it into our lives. So that way, by the time we get to that full moon in that exact sign, we can examine what's working for us, what's ready to go, and what things we may need to sever ties from, what things we need to walk away from during this full moon peaked out event. One of the things we could have worked on is finding ways to connect with higher concepts. Aquarius energy has to do with thinking in an innovative sense, meaning we're challenging our mind to higher concepts. We're finding ways to revolutionize the things around us and our lives. We're learning to think beyond our own scope and take a more cutting edge approach when it comes down to figuring things out, especially complex problems that need a new solution. Energy of looking at long-standing issues and finding alternative ways to resolve them. So was this a period where you were trying to connect with the genius sides of yourself? That way you can understand things from a different scope, open up new neural pathways in your mind, and to give an update to an old way of thinking so that way you can get to the next level. Aquarius energy has a lot to do with being ourselves. So was this 
this a period where you're wanting to step into your authenticity? In other words, has this been a period where you've been working on not caring what others think about you? Has this been a time where you've been less concerned about people pleasing and the applause and having people like you and adore you? And I say that because a lot of the times we get caught up in that. Of course, everyone wants to be liked. There's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes there could be trappings in that. And we can find ourselves doing the things that other people like in order to gain their approval, which results in us doing things that are not authentic to what we like, to who we are. And so for that reason, we tend to lose our identity in doing those things. So was this a period where you've tried accepting yourself regardless of what other people think? You went after your goals and the things you want regardless of other people's opinions? And we're realizing that it's important to show off the quirky side of you, show off the inventive side of you in order to build more sincere relationships with other people. Because the people who genuinely like you for you aren't going to want you to be something that you're not. And they're going to appreciate those quirky sides of you. And speaking of people, has this been a period where you worked on gaining more authentic friendships? Have you seen the value of having a real, genuine support system? Are you finally connecting with people who are on the same wavelength as you? That saying that your vibe attracts your tribe is absolutely true. And this also goes back to that whole thing about needing to be liked. Again, nothing wrong with wanting to be liked. You should want to be liked, but not at the expense of authenticity and also attracting the right types of people to your life. It's crucial to have the right types of people around you. It's crucial to have a sense of belonging within the group of people who accept you for who you are. So was this a period where you were working on cultivating those types of relationships, getting into groups or associations, or reconnecting with an old group of friends where you had that sense of community and that sense of acceptance and real, true, genuine friendship? But whether the people that you're adding to your life are old or new, has this been working for you? Have you been practicing the art of healthy detachment? Aquarius is known for being a very detached sign when it comes down to people and emotions and things like that. But also it's about autonomy. It's about giving other people the space they need to grow. It's also about giving yourself the space you need to grow. It's also about not getting yourself so attached to an outcome of something that you allow to rule your emotions. So has this been a period where you've been able to separate yourself from that? Has this been a period where you've been able to get more logical and remove yourself from a situation and practice more objectivity when it comes down to relationships or your goals or anything to do with work? Have you learned how to healthily take your emotions out of situations so it's not ruling your life? Have you taken this time to level up in your life? Aquarius energy is about upgrading our circumstances and upgrading old outworn things that are no longer useful. So was this a period of removing yourself from a lot of circumstances that are stale, stagnant, and no longer serve you in favor of forward movement, in favor of progress in your life? Did you take this period to move past limitations that were stunting your growth in some sort of way? Or gradually begun the journey of learning how to take chances? In Aquarius energy, we take more risk. Sometimes this could be for the thrill of it, but other times it could be about getting us to the next level. So has this been a phase where you stuck yourself out there more than you normally do? And if it is an external, have you gone some sort of internal revolution in your life in some sort of way? Has this been a period of evolution for you? Has this been a period of growth? Has this been a period of mindset growth, spiritual growth? 
vibrational growth, growth when it comes down to your perception of the world, or anything that helps you do the inner work that leads to some sort of progress in your life. But overall, hopefully you guys have been able to use this lovely Aquarius energy to march to the beat of your own drum in your life because you're overdoing things the standard way and ready to carve out your own path. Let's look at these transits and see what we can expect from this lunar event. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. So there's a bunch of interesting alignments occurring during this lunar event. We have three chart rulers, the sun for Leo, because of course, when we have full moons, the sun and moon are participating in this lunar event with that Aquarius moon opposing the sun. So with this, we'll have Saturn and Uranus for Aquarius and the sun for Leo. Saturn, the ancient governing planet for Aquarius, is making complex alignments with Mercury and Mars, which could enunciate problematic conversations. So there could be an argumentative tone during this lunar event. We might get easily triggered when it comes down to conversations. And so we have to really be mindful to ground our energy if we're starting to feel that way and also mind our words because again, this can be a negative thing when this alignment is occurring. It can also rev up negative thoughts as well. So that's something else that we need to be mindful of during this lunar event. There's a T-square forming from the sun and moon to Jupiter with Jupiter at the apex point. So sun, moon, Jupiter in complex alignments aren't the hardest things. You know, for the most part, it can be a jolly time. It could be a time where we're feeling more fortunate. It could be a time where we're taking more risk. At the same time, we have to be aware of taking too many risks with an energy like this. Although there is something supportive going on with Mars and Jupiter at the time that may actually foster taking chances in a good way. So this is one of those T-squares that's not the worst. If anything, the only thing I would say to be aware of is avoidance. Avoidance meaning avoidance of problems, avoidance avoidance of responsibilities and things like that because the Jupiter sun moon situation could also have us acting irresponsibly on certain things. Under this influence, Uranus is going to be connected to an alignment with Venus. Uranus being the ruler of Aquarius, the modern ruler of Aquarius. Venus happens to be in retrograde and these two are going to be connecting to one another back and forth through Venus's retrograde cycle. Uranus will be going retrograde soon too. Uranus is in its shadow period, but a transit like this could create moments where we need to expect the unexpected when it comes down to romantic situations, but also when it comes down to financial matters. And over this lunar event, we can go over our deal breakers when it comes down to love and money. We can go over situations that don't bring us any value any longer when it comes down to those circumstances and feel this revved up need to break free from those stale circumstances. Luckily, this energy is connecting with Mars, Jupiter, and Pluto in a harmonious way. So Uranus will be in these alignments that are really constructive, which will give us the much needed enthusiasm to go after what we need. Also, it may give us the urge to transform our circumstances and behavior that's preventing us from thriving. The zodiac signs that will feel this lunar event on a deeper level will be the fixed modality. Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius between 9 to 19 degrees of these zodiac placements. So if you have any chart points or placements planets in these signs you'll feel this lunar event more than others anyway i hope you all have the best full moon in aquarius ever later and see you in the next episode